0: Hello and welcome to the Nature Pod, a weekly conversation and invitation to join me and my guests as we navigate pathways to nature, as prescribed in forest bathing and the practice of Shinrin yoku. Let's awaken our senses to all that is around us as my fellow walkers in life, friends, experts in the field of health, wellness, and ecotherapy share their stories of nature connection and their insights into personal development. I'm Suzanne Radford, forest therapy practitioner, communication coach and radio presenter, lover of the great outdoors, guiding people through nature to a place of calm, clarity and contentment. I have found some of the best conversations, ideas and inspiration happen when walking and spending time in nature. So let's connect and see where it takes us. My guest today is Julie Lewis. She's the founder of Mountain High and Julie Lewis Consulting. She has an insatiable appetite for discovery and exploration and is a lifelong nature advocate. And it's my pleasure to welcome her to the nature pod. Hello, Julie Lewis. Afternoon from Abu Dhabi. How is it there today? It's hot, yes. Um,
1: Yas Island, Abu Dhabi, and um, the temperature's creeping up now. I mean, we're in May, and I say we have summer and hell, and I think we're moving into hell because it's rather gets hot and humid, but still all is good.
0: I remember those summers living in the Middle East, in those temperatures, it's quite something, (laughs) isn't it? We're talking like in the 90s and humidity, but you do acclimatise, don't you, Julie? It's amazing how you still manage to get out and do things. Oh my goodness,
1: yeah, and I'm an early bird, so I'm up at five and um, exercising, that's usually going out for a walk around six in the morning Um, we can walk where we are we can walk to the mangroves we've got lovely tree-lined streets there's lots of bougainvillea Um, public beaches are not open just yet so that's something to look forward to to be able to dip in the ocean after a walk we call our place actually Villa Sandy because we have a sand garden however we did buy three trees on Mother's Day, I said, let's give a gift to Mother Nature. So we bought three trees and put them in the garden. So so that's uh, that's what I can see right now, looking at
0: through the window. Oh, that's beautiful. So what are you liking in nature at the moment there in Abu Dhabi? Do you know, I think nature just elicits for me anyway
1: so many positive emotions I mean it's very supportive um you know I listen I listen to the birds uh, I listen to the you know the the breeze fluttering the wind um you know it brings me so much peace and calm and, and I think really it's all the sights and smells and sounds and how it makes you feel and it's spring so I'm really thinking about growth and abundance and a new world because I think we're we're going to be stepping into a very new world, um, and it, it's happening right now. So I think it's just life is reawakening. So I'm loving um, just to see flowers in bloom, see the you know the green green leaves, and listening to the birds sing. And certainly I'll go and sit by the mangroves and just looking at patterns and the water, you know, there's so many gorgeous patterns and fractals in in nature and to just sit and listen and actually think, you know, if water could speak, what would it say to me right now? Or if that tree could speak, (laughs) what did it say to me right now? So yeah, I do enjoy my walks in nature and I, I think, nature is all about giving and receiving it's about growth and again so many positive emotions which are, you know it's so important right now to build those positive emotions and build our resilience and look at nature's resilience so I'm very much enjoying being able to do that I mean the only curfew that we have here is in the evenings so we've got the whole day across the day to go and explore and discover
0: yeah You've achieved so many things. You've experienced so many things. But nature's everywhere, isn't it? And so just the simplest thing, the petal on a flower or the leaf in your garden or on your balcony, just to sort of sit and focus your senses into that small detail, actually, even that can give so much. Very much so. And we are nature and nature
1: is us. We're part of nature. Uh, and nature is part of us, you know, when people say, oh, it's in your nature to do X, Y, Z, or, you know, I talk a lot about signature strengths. And when you look at the word signature, it has for me anyway, it's a sign of your nature. You know, So doing what comes naturally to you. So nature is very much us. I mean, uh, and we need nature more than she
0: needs us, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So where does your love of nature come from where does it stem from?
1: Oh my goodness as a child playing outdoors I mean I can't imagine well you know we've advanced so much with technology but I cannot imagine being inside looking at a screen for hours on end which a lot of kids do these days and a lot of adults do of course because we're working online and inside Um, but definitely definitely playing outdoors Um, you know summers used to be spent at the beach um, hiking, you know, when I was, a, when I was a student, um, I loved hiking, uh, being in the forest. I was a real kind of outdoorsy. Uh, I think I, you know, some people said you should have been a boy because I loved climbing trees, you know, exploring, discovering. And I think, well, it's a matter whether you're a boy or a girl, if you love doing that, then that's what brings you joy and gives you energy. So very much, um, outside playing and we lived in you know some farmland so it was in the fields and you're seeing horses and cows and sheep so you know I was very very blessed as a child um, to just yeah be able to to run and play outdoors and and I've kind of carried on doing that I am 58 years young now and I still love running and playing outdoors your energy is
0: incredible it's inspirational (laughs) it was so nice to see you just a couple of months ago before just literally before all this happened in the world whereabouts in the UK did you grow up Julie? Um, I was born in Sheffield which most people associate with steelworks and
1: industry Um, but also you've obviously got the Peak District and um, not so far away you've got the Lake District so I'm a Yorkshire lad but like everybody else, you know, to, to get away at the weekends, any opportunity to travel and explore. Uh, and even if it's just to your garden, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't, you know, I don't have the opportunity to travel. You know, there's forest parks, there's beach opportunities to access nature, you know, plane and go see something completely different. You know, like go to the rainforest or, you know, go Dodsley in the Arctic. Yeah. You know, it's just looking at at where you can find nature, sources of nature, whether that's animals, wildlife, um, botanical gardens. um, You know, there there are many, many resources. And one of the, the last case scenarios is just look at screensavers that have got nature. Just having pictures of nature or bringing a plant into your home is bringing nature into you. So it's a great source of energy, peace, joy, just totally alive. Yeah. So, so important.
0: There's really interesting research out there about how patients, people recovering from illness, the ones that had access to just sitting and looking at nature. So whether that's with a picture of looking out of a window where there were scenes of nature, the studies are showing, the science is showing that those people tended to heal faster which I think is a fascinating thing, the power of nature. So, of course, ideally, we want to be really in nature. But if we can't do that, and if we're in bed feeling sick or not well, just having those pictures, the imagery like you're describing can help us too. Oh, my gosh, definitely. I, I mean, my
1: husband went through stage four cancer last year. And so I went into kind of overdriving terms of how can I help him you know think eat move sleep and, and really boost his recovery and and talking about nature showing nature pictures even when it was in the ICU bless him um, you know and then his recovery period is is, is still right now in uh, Steamboat Springs Colorado in the middle of a forest all all his last brain and PET scans are all clear but I think the best place uh, for him is really being in that forest because of all the immune-boosting elements there. You know, because you're forest bathing expert, you know, the scientific research-driven, proven benefits of spending time in nature in terms of your natural killer cells, your cortisol levels, your blood pressure, everything. It makes so much sense. And, you know, it's not just woo-woo. We all feel better when we've been outside and breathing that fresh air, you know, seeing green, seeing colours, listening to birds sing, listening to the lap of the ocean. Oh, I'm getting just very (laughs) excited just talking about it.
0: (laughs) Tell us a little bit, Julie, about Mountain High and how that came about and how that's evolved and developed for you. You've been helping people, you've been taking people to beautiful locations on the planet, but it's gone further than that, hasn't it?
1: Very much so. And I'm a bit of a late starter. I climbed my first mountain when I was 40. Um, and that was really a, a turning point in epiphany on top of a mountain called Kota uh, Kinabalo in nature. And prior to that, I'd been a, you a know, fitness consultant in the health sports and fitness management industry, um, but loved the outdoors. And you know, this feeling of joy and elation when you're in the mountains and you're seeing a completely different perspective on life a higher vision you know the energy from from being in nature and at the summit of that mountain I thought my goodness I'm on a mountain I'm on a natural high mountain high that would be a really cool name for an organization that would encourage and inspire more people in particular women more people to reconnect with nature reconnect with themselves make a difference in the process, and really challenge themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and and spiritually. So Mountain High was born in 2003, um, literally a, a few short months after coming back from leading a trip of 18 women to Everest Base Camp in 2003. And I think anybody who's been to Nepal is transformed, comes back transformed in some way about what's important, what's not important. And I finally had the courage to take a leap of faith and start mountain high. So, really, over the last 17 years, I've been leading expeditions to corners of the earth mountains, rivers, oceans, Arctic, etc. And then, really zoning in about how being in nature builds your own resilience and your positive emotions and is great for your health. So, it's not just about the physical achievement, it's just you know, what it's doing to build and boost and broaden your, your resilience, your positive emotions, your outlook on life, your health, um, just your whole perspective. Um, So, you know, obviously studying NLP, emotional intelligence, resilience, stress management, uh, and now I'm in the middle of a positive psychology course, it's all integrated. And I think this is what's so powerful. So it's not just going on a trip. Now it's experiencing nature and being present and, and stopping, you know. I mean, I, when I'm on treks, I'll say, everybody just stop, close your eyes. What can you hear? You know, what can you smell? So it's about coming to your senses, you know, because most of the time we're on autopilot, on beta mode, going through day in, day out, <laughs> you know, multitasking, doing lots of things. And the minute that we get outside... And and to walk, and to walk with ourselves, to walk with others, to walk with nature, to really become present with that and, and listen. Listen, what are the messages from nature? What is she saying to us? And I say she because it's Mother Nature. So really, Mountain High has developed into that, really. It's not just about going on a trip and conquering the mountain. I mean, I really prefer not to use that word at all. It's about being the mountain, being the forest, being the ocean being the desert uh being that river you know to take on those traits and characteristics and attributes of, of that form of nature
0: is that i mean i know there's so many but is there a walk or an experience in nature somewhere that really stands out in your memory uh, that 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 place and how it felt to be right there standing in that that place that space that landscape
1: there's so, so many. I am super, super blessed. I mean, I'm thinking of coastal walks. I'm thinking of, you know, the Camino de Santiago. I'm thinking of even desert crossings. And people say, how barren and how, how can that be exciting? But, you know, it is. Um, and, and certainly, yeah, probably the Camino was, um, and you know, the Inca Trail. So I think what I'm saying is there's so many of them. And there's something that you capture from each one of them. And it could be just... The, the, the distinctive type of nature that you see or it could be the interaction of the people by about what did you see what did you hear what you smell what did you feel what did you sense um, so certainly along the Camino de Santiago where you're following you know the, the yellow arrows that that's your GPS <laughs> basically um, and you're going through you know Galatian countryside and fields and small villages and, and just listening to different bird sounds different flowers and you know it's and of course it's called the way of St. James the way and it's about finding your way uh, or being the way and and these yellow arrows you know I always thought you know that's that your, your values it's you know if you live aligned with your values you'll always find a way um, so the Camino is definitely one of them uh, and even something as simple as my local beach walks, you know, for me just to kick off my shoes and walk barefoot, you know, have the sun in your face, the wind in your hair, the, you know, the irons from the, the water listening to, you know, whether it's just a, a gentle lap or whether it's gushing, you know, crushing waves, you um, yeah, even just talking about it, Susanna, I get very excited. I take a lot of mental vacations. Yeah.
0: I think that's absolutely super, the mental vacation. You've been to so many places, near and far, like you're describing. I think like that. I think wherever I am in the world, I can close my eyes and I can go back to a place, whether it's a, an actual landscape that I'm sitting in or walking in, or it's a time in my life. And And I think tuning into that, It can be really, really comforting and and really inspiring. We've sort of collated our own book of life in our mind, haven't we? So tapping into those memories and and bringing them back in to our present can be very very powerful. Very much so. And I have something called a here and now rock
1: exercise where I, I literally... Uh, you know guide clients you know do this with some coaching clients and um, some some retreats and say just you know that you're sat on this rock and this is your here and now grounding rock and that rock can be in a forest it can be by the ocean it could be in your garden it could be somewhere that is a just your special happy happy place um and you know you sit on that rock deep breaths and then what do you see what do you hear what can you smell? So coming back to those senses, but it's a great grounding exercise when people are feeling a bit anxious and overwhelmed that you can close your eyes and you can take that vacation. And again, like you said, you can actually see yourself on the beach and put yourself in that picture and make a movie of it. You know, you'd bring all the colors alive, bring all the sounds, you know, the seagulls, the waves, you know, the <laughs> Melona, Melona, the guy selling melon on the beach. You know, you can really put yourself into those places and spaces and you know your body doesn't know whether it's real or imagined and so your you know your sympathetic nervous system parasympathetic everything is calming down so it's a great grounding exercise actually to be able to do this to close your eyes and put yourself in the picture obviously not while you're driving um <laughs> but you know this is uh, this is super powerful
0: You've shared so much already, but does something stand out in your mind as a place in nature that has made an impact on you? Whether it's the actual landscape, the actual, the physical space, or whether it's a link to a time in your life where it's had an impact on you or helped you in some way. Yeah, do you know, the very first time I
1: went to the Arctic, (laughs) this is, you know, vast open spaces of just snow and ice and huskies and polar bears and reindeers and arctic fox and so there's no green there whatsoever in Svalbard Um, but I think what really had an impact on me Suzanne was just this vastness this silence and this it's like spring cleaning my lungs you know it was just the air was so fresh and so clear and that's when I really felt, and I felt this many times, really at one with nature, because there you are on your sled with six huskies, that's your only mode of transport, flying through valleys and, 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 and things, and just being, oh gosh, heaven on earth, you know, <laughs> really, um, and that silence, and just realizing I am a tiny, tiny, tiny blip in the universe. You know, I often do this, this spaceship view, uh, when you kind of park your dogs and you're, you're sat just taking in and I think you know looking down on myself at the top of the earth and here I am with six huskies in the sled and a tiny blip and so I think it just makes you realize um, well if you've got any ego you definitely lose it if you've got any hints <laughs> of I'm so important you definitely lose it but I think that stillness and silence and vastness and was very impactful and then I came back I remember coming back to Dubai and I thought oh my gosh it's so noisy here it's so dusty (laughs) and of course you readapt to it but that really really made an impact on me um just that the snow and the ice and the snowflakes and the different formations and just you and your dogs and nature yeah that was beautiful
0: Oh amazing really it sounds amazing it reminds me in a way when i went to hmm. peru and and trekked off the route of the inca trail this was the first time i'd ever done anything quite like that where i was in a landscape so to me remote and off grid there's no phone signal the the beauty I, I was really struck and standing in those mountains altitude it just kept get, get, getting deeper and deeper this this feeling speck on on the planet you, you're very humbled when we were coming back down I felt this sadness because I I wanted to stay up there because it's so pure and it and, and and it was this sort of almost a spiritual connection. You can see why tribes and, and over you know, centuries, people, they use the environment and nature to guide them in some way and living and working with the elements. And when we came back down and I got the first sort of ping on my phone, which meant I was back in. Signal back in range, I was reachable again. There was a sort of letting go and going back into that world, but it, it obviously stayed with me because it spurred me on to keep wanting to have that connection in some way again. So, in these completely pure, remote beauty on the planet, as a human, it, what it does to us is quite incredible.
1: And the good thing is that you know that stays with you for a long time, and, and anytime you're feeling that you're kind of losing that essence is to to just. Go and spend some time in nature, go into that space and or mental imagery or vision or look at look at your pictures again because it will just re-elicit all those positive emotions that feeling of uh, connection but disconnected you know <laughs> I mean this is the thing there's there's no cars there's no pings there's no emails there's no you know no distractions and I think that's when you really really. Just stand in awe of it, and I say the word awe because you know, awesome. When I think this awesome, I just think of nature and fascination, um, and wonder, and and it's just so beautiful. Oh, I need to go out for a walk after we've this <laughs> session. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, just, you just shared some words there, Julie, and they're all amazing, strong words. If there was a word to describe that moment so you were in the Arctic or anywhere in Nature Connection, what would that word be? Oh, my gosh, it would just be awe at just how divine and how
1: beautiful this planet really is, whether that's a desert, a river, an ocean, mountain, forest just in awe of it, Suzanne, just that vastness of it. And yeah, awe, A-W-E.
0: Is there anything else you would like to share with us today? I, I would really encourage
1: people to carve out time, always carve out time daily to connect with nature. Now, whether that's walking barefoot, you know, on the beach, in the garden, anywhere, just connecting with the earth, gardening, you know, foraging in the forest, go hug a tree, um, smell a flower, plant some herbs, you know, or just lie on your back and look up at the sky. And I think so. They're just kind of simple things that we can all do wherever we are. Um, and, and think about nature's resilience and nature's intelligence, you know, cycles, seasons. Um, it doesn't. There's, it's a quote by Lao Tzu. Nature doesn't hurry anything, but everything is achieved. So it's just that knowing that you know it's spring, so I'm flowering, I'm blossoming. You know, I'm coming into the fall. I start shedding my leaves. It's winter. You know, I become naked. <laughs> that that you know that cycle of birth and and rebirth really. And another kind of really lovely exercise is to actually become nature. So I, I talk about you know be the water. What does that actually mean to you if you were to be an ocean how how does that make you feel you know what are the characteristics and traits of an ocean if you were to be a tree just imagine those roots deeply grounded um, in your values and you know there's that lovely saying that the roots go deepest where the the wind blows strongest um, if you were to be a mountain how would that does that make you feel so that's really connecting with nature and then becoming nature you know if I'm a tree, how do I feel? You know, how does that make, you know, the growth, oxygen, abundance, shade, protective, supportiveness, mountain, strength, stability, resilience, water is flow. So I think really it's, for me, it's like food and oxygen. Um, and if I haven't, for any reason, which is very rare, if I haven't been outdoors and, and had a connection, whether it's just sniffing uh, you know a flower or, or picking up a leaf and holding it in my hands, then I, I get irritable very quickly. <laughs> you know I think um, I get NDD nature deficit disorder. Um, so I think it's actually you know a, an essential daily ritual to somehow some way connect with nature. Uh, for your mental and emotional well-being, definitely.
0: You've taken people to so many places on the earth through Mountain High and and the work that you do, Julie. Is there any people, individuals, groups, where you've seen them go through that change, how nature has helped them from the beginning of the trip maybe to the end of the experience?
1: Uh, very much so and you know i can hold hold my hand on my heart and say that the people that get onto the plane or the train or in the car or on the bus or whichever modes of transport to get from one place to another and the experiences that they have between with nature with animals with life with different cultures they come back transformed and and that sounds that sounds like a big, big, you know, yes, you come back, transform. And it could be just small, subtle ways, you know, that somebody thinks about, you know, I do need to do this more often. I need to take my kids out more often um, and go and play in the forest or spend more time at the beach. Um, so just a deeper appreciation of nature um a a deeper understanding of the 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 benefits of nature and those shared experiences and i think this is a key thing you know positive shared experiences and and challenging shared experiences to make you realize just the vastness of nature and, and and respect for nature as well that you know if it's not your time to climb that mountain if the winds blow if the snowstorm comes up you know, Mother Nature always, always has the last day and to, and to say and to very, very much respect that. So I think travel, exploration discovery, being in nature, whether that's sitting in a cedar forest, um, dog sledding in the Arctic, climbing a mountain, rafting down a river, just gives you that sense of being part of something which is so much greater than we'll probably ever realize Um but just a more a joie de vivre, let's say. Um, and I've taken teams of breast cancer survivors to uh, Antarctica, um, people that you know, have had health or lifestyle um, uh, concerns. And they've all said that you know, by training, by exercising more, by you know, breathing, by being out in nature, by doing things, it's actually helped them manage and negate or totally eliminate you know, the, the health challenges that they have which is amazing, you know, to say, you know, this is prescriptive now, you know, your doctor should be saying, okay, I recommend you go to a forest three times a week, not you know, take a tablet or whatever. Nature to me is, is food and oxygen and it's medicine, it's food for the soul, it's good for every living cell in our body. I can't think of any negative effects of being in nature, actually.
0: Um, and it's really good to see now uh, medical professionals are prescribing time in nature nhs in the uk even they're, they're bringing in nature prescription because they're recognizing the the benefits so it's really good that you highlighted that julie it's always a pleasure talking with you you really are an inspiration um how can people connect with you julie I'm going to say at the minute through my julie com website
1: because mountain high website is under a bit of a revamp at the minute and julie-lewis.com there is there is a link to my page mountain high and I'm, I'm on Facebook Instagram all these lovely social media things so sharing pictures and thoughts and inspirations and stories so that's that's the best way to stay in touch with me and I, Ideally, you know, um, you and I will have some wonderful projects together when the skies open up again and it's good to travel because, um, you know, I think combining uh, skills is super, super important. And uh, kudos to you, Suzanne, for your um, forest bathing, nature therapy. Such a, it's such an important skill now. And I think that is very much the next evolution of wellness, of experiences, of being and living. Um, and so I am super excited at that
0: prospect to be able to team up with you for sure I'm so looking forward to welcoming you to southern Portugal to the forests here and anywhere else in the world we might be together working thank you so much Julie my pleasure You've been listening to The Nature Pod with Suzanne Radford. For more on my nature therapy walks and workshops, go to thenaturepod.com or follow me on social media at Forest Bathing Algarve. And if you'd like to share your stories of nature connection and join me on The Nature Pod, then get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. I leave you now with an invitation to find a place to sit and focus on one good thing you are noticing in nature. Look at the detail, the colour, any movement and breathe and notice how it Fails.